We can't let these outlying circumstances close in upon us and dictate our lives. We have to take those external things and push them away and say, no, this is truth. And we have that power. We have that control. If you're not conscious about your investment strategy, you won't end up where you want to be, not financially or as a human. On this show, we interview highly successful investors and share how they overcame limitations to become unstoppable forces of success. If you're ready to learn what it is to be a conscious investor so you can end up where you want, keep listening. Hey, conscious investor. The price of admission for a successful, meaningful, vibrant, satisfying life sometimes leaves us in a position where we are wondering, is this the end of the story? Maybe you have felt that in the past. I think most people have. And maybe you're feeling that right now. Maybe as technology develops, it often displaces people and jobs, positions. Sometimes it even deletes longstanding positions. I often think about Rockefeller, love him or hate him, right? Not necessarily the best role model, but I think about, okay, well, taking kerosene and watching the world change and okay, well, now we can use the oil. Like, It's interesting as technology advances, we oftentimes think of it in this isolated compartmentalized part of our smartphones and computers and such. But technological advances have been something that have been taking place since literally the beginning of time. By the way, if you haven't played the game Timeline, I highly recommend it. It's nerdtastic and so much fun. And it will give you insight into this technological component right here. But throughout time, we have to adapt or become obsolete, right? We have to iterate. But in the moment, it might feel like it's the end of the story. It could have felt that way to Rockefeller. You have electricity coming on the scene, which is making the kerosene lamps become obsolete. And what are you going to do? Well, in that case, Rockefeller ends up also looking at the advancement of the automobile and thinking, great, this oil is combustible. We can use this for this engine. And now we have gasoline. I'm obviously very much oversimplifying that as an example. But we can feel like technology can be the end of the story. A lot of times I hear people even talking about technology as the end of the story as, oh, it's the end of the world. It's end times. It's all of this. People have been saying this for thousands of years. And so we have to take that into consideration, right? As we are looking at, is this the end of my story? Sometimes we feel like it's the end of our story because our partnership has taken a wild ride. Maybe it's a business partnership. Maybe it's a marriage partnership that's just gone on a wild ride. You just feel like it's a horse running out of control. And you're like, what is going on? Is this the end of the story? Maybe you now have a chronic illness and it's consuming your once active lifestyle. I noticed a friend that I used to rock climb with share some of her health journey over on the social platforms. And it's like... Wow, she's pointing out, my husband didn't marry this version of me, right? Does it feel like the end of the story when that happens? Worse yet, more often than not, the end of the story usually feels like that because of this self-talk that we have between our ears, this chatter that is taking place. And we self-sabotage. We literally tell ourselves, oh my gosh, this is the end of the story. Beware. I don't know how you're going to get out of this one. And we become overwhelmed. 
conscious investor, quite frankly, I think I faced most of these. I've been blessed to have very good health, but it can be scary. If you haven't faced all of those already, you've probably faced a few of those at least. And what do we do? What do we do when it feels like this is the end of the story? Do we just crawl in the hole and just go into fetal position and just say, oh, this is the end and just kiss everything goodbye? Now, that's not what we do. We're conscious investors, right? We live intentional lives. We strive for personal freedom. And as we strive for personal freedom, we don't quit. I want to give you a few points. I'm going to share them with you right now. And I'm going to be honest, there's been a lot of things taking place in my own life that have really allowed me to engage this concept on a very meaningful, personal level. I have to go back to these things. And so producing this content for you is actually really great for me because it's a reminder to me. So there are just a few points and I'm going to share them with you right now. And then I'm going to go deep dive. And when we're at the end of the episode, I have a special question for you. And I'm going to ask that you just hang out, listen and reflect, and then join me at the end of the episode, right? So these four things that I want to talk about when we feel like it is the end of the road, we want to do these four things. We want to remember, we want to reflect, we want to recognize, and we want resolve, right? As always, I'm going to have some really great quotes. When we want to remember, this really powerful, speaking of remembering, right? You've heard me talk about this in the past. I had a time in my life in early adulthood where everything just felt like it fell apart. I left a really bad relationship, departed from that. I find myself living with my parents once again in a small twin size bed or whatever it is. Feel small after you live in a grown up size bed, right? And it's just like, just remember laying there and reminding myself, like remembering two truths that helped me carry on to the next day. Truth one. God loves me. Regardless of everything going on, I am loved. God loves me. If there isn't better love to have out there, like that's the love I want to have. Cool. Check. I am loved by God. Guess what? Conscious investor, you too are loved by God. There is nothing you can do that will ever separate you from the love of God. Second thing I reminded myself of was I'm alive. I still have a beating heart. I'm not dead. So what does that mean? There's more to the story. It's not the end of the story. There's more to the story. If I would have just quit back then when everything pressed in on me so hard in those early adult years, and I found myself, I think I moved like 10 times in the matter of like eight months or something ridiculous like that, right? Just trying to figure out and reposition life and find safety once again. It was wild, but I could have quit would have been ridiculous, but I definitely felt like quitting at times. I've shared that story before. So I want to encourage you. There's more to the story. We have to remember these basic truths. Marcus Aurelius, he says, if you are distressed by anything external, the pain is not due to the thing itself, but to your estimate of it. And this you have the power to revoke at any moment. And this is another really important truth to remind yourself of. 
in addition to knowing I'm loved by God and I'm alive, I actually was thinking along these exact same lines, even though I didn't even know who Marcus Aurelius was back then. But the reality is these things grow bigger with our imaginations. When we put our brain capacity and all of our creativity, and believe it or not, even those of you conscious investor, you might say, hey, I'm not very creative. All of a sudden, in these intense moments, our creativity flourishes. So we have to take this space between our ears and say, wait, 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 wait. Let me just remember, these are only other human beings. Oh, wait, wait, wait. let me remember the body of evidence that I have curated over a lifetime that demonstrates that I have the capacity to be successful. I have the capacity to serve the world powerfully. This one situation isn't the situation that is going to derail me for a lifetime. This is just a situation and there are going to be other situations I've done this in the past and I can do this in the future. We can't let these outlying circumstances close in upon us and dictate our lives. Oftentimes you hear me talk about the peanut gallery, right? And it's all the people in the life that are just sitting there trying to tell us how to live our life and heck less along the way and make us feel insecure and doubtful. Why? We have to take those external things and push them away and say, no, this is truth. This is solid. And we have that power. We have that control. There will be an entire episode devoted to the inside out life, but I'm not going to go totally into that because I know that right now life is closing in on so many of you and that I know for certain that a lot of people are facing this. Is this the end of the story, end of my story? Some of you are just feeling, I'm just tired. I'm just overwhelmed. So we have to go remember, look at that body of evidence, look at what is true, close in that mental space. So it is tight. And then we need to reflect, am I where I am supposed to be? You know, I appreciate Brendan Bouchard's book, The Motivation Manifesto, as well as his other works. This is something every conscious investor should have. I have Motivation Manifesto usually in arm's reach, oftentimes very near my Bible as well. Never will replace the Bible. But I appreciate that he says, as we are looking at this concept of reflecting, am I where I'm supposed to be? On declaration number two, we shall reclaim our agenda By the way, Conscious Investor, if you are curious about this book, I did an entire series going through all nine declarations and the three precursors to that, which are freedom, fear, and motivation. So you can go back and listen to all of those episodes. But when he's talking about this, and as I'm going to pull this little section in for reflecting, am I where I'm supposed to be? He says, the great miseries of life come when too many days stack up where we are conforming and posing while doing things we have no passion for. Did we spend today being ourselves, expressing our true voice, our sincere feelings and innate power? Did we spend the vast majority of the day doing meaningful activities rather than being slave to distraction or useless endeavor? Calling you out, conscious investor, and I can call myself out on this also, we can fill our time with these activities that are not actually doing anything 
in our life to move and create change. We're just simply going through the motions. I'm on social media because it's part of my job. I need to be present. I need to see what's going on. And how many hours are you spending there? How much time? When's the last time you checked your screen, like your screen time on your phone to see what are my averages? Where am I spending my time? Have you audited that recently? Are you auditing what you are passionate for? When we feel like it's the end of the story, we have to reflect and say, is this where I'm supposed to be? Is this partnership where I am supposed to be? Is this position at this company where I'm supposed to be? Am I where I'm supposed to be financially because I'm making prudent decisions? Am I where I'm supposed to be because I am the guardian of my mind? We have to reflect and ask ourselves these important questions, these critical questions, so that we can take the appropriate action. We can't allow ourselves to just be idle and wander off in our mind and wander off at our job or just go and check the clock at the job. Okay, well, I did the work. We don't want to be live life like that. So reflect, conscious investor, and ask yourself, am I where I'm supposed to be? Then we need to recognize everything that we're facing are growing pains more often than not. Ask yourself, does it feel like it's the end of the story because it's the end of the story? Or is this actually the end of part of the story, the end of a chapter of this story, the end of a page in the chapter of this story. What is this the end of? Because this is actually potentially the beginning of the next most exciting part of my life, of my journey, of my contribution. A lot of times we get so consumed with thinking about the end that we forget that the end is a precursor to a new beginning. Have you considered this, Conscious Investor? Hey, Conscious Investor. Often the well-intentioned hardwiring of our past prevents us from moving forward at full capacity. We doubt ourselves. We remind ourselves of who we were told we were instead of discovering who we were created to be. We lack courage to move into the life we're meant to lead. And often, instead of stepping into our full potential, many find themselves living a masked life, concerned with other people's expectations and opinions of their lives. Conscious performance coaching clients discover their potential is far more than they anticipated. Through conscious performance coaching, you will connect with your potential, gain lasting momentum, collapse your timelines, and well, hey, every day feels like play. Stop playing small and step into your full potential. Join the ranks of those who have stepped into their dreams, launched successful businesses, and become unstoppable forces of success. Click the link in the show notes and apply for a free coaching session today. Brennan Burchard. Going back once again, he says, we shall advance with abandon. This is declaration number eight, I believe. And he says, all those who have won major life victories have found that all the resources needed to win are within and that most knowledge needed to succeed is acquired after action. So when we reflect where are we supposed to be and we are taking appropriate action to be exactly where we are supposed to be. Now we can start to see, wow, I can have victory in this situation. I can recognize that these are growing pains. This is just the beginning of something new, something that I get to discover. I can approach this with curiosity and wonder. I may not have chosen this 
And yet I can receive this as for me and as an opportunity. A lot of times that end just feels so clumsy. Now I'm speaking from direct personal experience. And at this point, I know I'm going through one of these metamorphosis, if you will, where I'm doing another growth transition. The cool thing is that after years of observing this part of my life, I can actually see and recognize okay, the discomfort that I am feeling is directly associated with growth in my life. And I need to be highly aware. I need to observe myself and I need to push, take the action and also receive right where I am. Just receive it and say, okay, it's just uncomfortable. It's no different than a teenager going through the adolescent years, figuring something out. We're constantly doing that conscious investor. It never ends. Okay. So we could even go back to children learning to walk, learning to crawl, then walk, then run. We're doing that process over and over again throughout our entire lives with whatever it is that we are pursuing. And every time we get to the run stage, we run into something that is brand new that slows us down. Recently, we were at a creek walking through this really cool creek in our community. And at that creek, I was joking to tell my son, like it was shallow water. He said, Hey, you should just belly flop into this water. And he starts running off as if he's just going to run away from me. And the next thing you know, he literally trips and falls into the water like a belly flop. And I thought that he was just belly flopping. It turns out that this sandy area actually just has these little sinkholes to it. His foot had actually like sunk down very suddenly and he actually tripped. You often hear me say, conscious investor, trip your way to success. I know that's what I'm constantly doing, just tripping my way into success. Like, let's just keep going. I'm going to get back up. My son got back up. But the point, I think, to take this full circle with this analogy, (laughs) you know how I'm going to go with all of these, is that a lot of times, once we start the running process, we've gone through the growth, we've discovered something, we've become acquainted with it, we've become skilled at it, and then we've become very proficient and efficient with something that we're at that run stage. Next thing you know, we're in a new part. We are able, we've unlocked the opportunity of new areas. Next thing you know, we trip and now we get to learn something new. Oh, this entire area of that creek we discovered was full of these sinkholes. It was kind of creepy, kind of fun. It was a full package, but we were exploring it, right? And so we slowed down and we started exploring. But on our way back from this creek walk, it was like no big deal. And a lot of life is like that. We run into a situation, it trips us up, we get up. We have to go slow as we navigate it to explore it. And then on our way back, and I'll say on our way back in retrospect, because we should look back, but we end up able to like circle back to that type of area and say, oh, well, that's no big deal. And then we're able to run through it at that point. So we want to remember, we want to reflect, we want to recognize the growing pains where they are. We also want to recognize fear for what it is. And too often we allow fear to absolutely consume us. You can tell I've been a little consumed with Brendan Burchard's book. (laughs) I'm always consumed with this book, but he says almost all fear we experience today and its resultant cowardly thinking and behavior is just imagined social drama created by unchecked mental impulses and conditionings. 
we have to recognize the fears that we are facing and what the root cause of those fears are. It really goes back to Marcus Aurelius's quote about, hey, is this real? If you're distressed by anything external, it's not due to the pain itself. It's your estimate of it. We have the power to put that in check, to put it into perspective, identify what the fears are, recognize fear for what it is. And then we have an opportunity to leverage that fear into our lives, into something very powerful. Because when we can see the fear for what it is and we have clarity on it and we no longer allow it space to consume us, (laughs) watch out world, conscious investors are going to take massive, massive action. Finally, when we feel like, is this the end of our story? We want to resolve. We got to resolve to being open to adding one more page to the story. That's it. Everything is about one more. Ed Milet's book, The Power of One More, it's all about just one more. One more rep, one more try, one more. Thomas Edison has a really good quote on this as well. And he says, and I have to pull it up, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. I know, conscious investor, sometimes that is hard. Oh, you mean you want me to give this partner one more chance? You mean I have to have one more conversation with this partner to see how this goes? Wait, you mean I need to go talk to my boss one more time? Conscious investor, a lot of you are managers and directors. Wow, Julie, I have to go talk to that person on my team one more time? Julie, I got to go to the doctor and have more tests one more time. I have to check my budget, my savings, my finances one more time. I've got to check my mental space and what I'm saying to myself, my self-talk one more time. Yeah, it's one more time because it's not the end of the story. It's the beginning of something new. Anytime, and you know, I always have books all around me, anytime We can kind of tell when the chapter is coming to a close. You can feel it in most any book you read. You can feel how the rhythm of the writing is simply winding down, either winding down to come to a conclusion or winding down to close the story loop and open another story loop to hook you into reading into the next chapter. Either way, we can tell that there is a wind down. And when it feels like it's the end of the story, We can consider it like that and say, oh my gosh, okay, this is just the wind down. This is one of those transition spots in a book. And that means there's another page to be written. There is another word. Maybe that's where you're at. I just got to write one more word. Not literally conscious of us or proverbially speaking, just write that one more word, write one more sentence, write one more page, write one more chapter. It's just one more being open and willing to do one more. When we do these things, conscious investors, it doesn't take away. It doesn't take away the struggle. It doesn't take away the depletion. It doesn't eliminate or erase tension, doubt, fear, anxiety. Those things aren't going to just disappear and go away. But with every action, we draw closer 
to what we are looking for in life. So as you're going about your week, this is either going to serve you or this episode is going to serve someone in your life where you recognize, yeah, I can tell they feel like they're at the end of the story. Now, I don't mean that in a doomsday way, like somebody is necessarily feeling like, okay, I am going to end the story permanently. And it's unfortunate that that can easily fly under the radar. So if you feel like somebody is struggling in your life, please make sure you're reaching out to them. And if you feel and sense that they are navigating heavy waters, go. Don't hesitate to make that phone call, to send that text, to show up on the doorstep and say, hey, I'm just checking in on you. I just want to see how you're doing. I care about you. You're important. Because sometimes we have to be reminded And maybe you're listening to this right now because you're fine. You don't feel like it's the end of a story in any situation in your life right now. But you know, you have a friend or a colleague and you can tell, wow, they're feeling like this. Four things. Remember, reflect, recognize, resolve. We have more to do here. We have greater contributions to offer the world and we have the capacity to do that. When we link arms, conscious investor, when we link arms, we can be unstoppable forces in this world of something really powerful, something larger, larger, larger than us. If you have not already reached out conscious investor, I'd love to talk with you. Maybe we talk about investing. I love talking about investing. Maybe we just talk about where you're at in your journey, in your process. That could be any part of your life. I'm not sure. But don't hesitate to reach out, schedule a call. There's a link down in the show notes. Also, I told you at the beginning, I do a special ask at the end. I'm going to ask you, will you help me, Conscious Investor? The world needs to understand that life is bigger than financial freedom. The world needs to understand that we need personal freedom. We need to be living inside out lives. We need to be living from a grounded place so that we can offer contribution to the world and we can receive the abundance of everything that God has to offer for us. I'm going to ask humbly if you would please share an episode with a friend or over on a social platform, but let's get this out. There's not a bunch of money that gets poured into this podcast. It's a podcast that's just got humble roots, humble beginnings, and you're part of that. You're part of this grassroots movement to change the world, to support thinking in a greater way. So please take a moment, share this with someone, share it on your social platforms, and let's change the world together. Until next time, live big, love bigger and do great things. Are you enjoying this episode? Help spread the word by sharing the episode with a friend or family member. Because really, where would any of our lives be without other people sharing great content with us? Help spread the word by sharing on your social platforms and with those you care about. And remember, tag me at Happy Julie Holly. 